0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jr Miserak. And today we've got a pretty um, short episode for you guys today, hopefully short. Um, obviously, as you can tell, Todd is not here. He is currently away, but he'll be back for next week. So how we're going to do our podcast today is we're going to start off with news, as usual. Then we're going to move on to underrated NBA players. We've already done underrated NFL players, but this time we're going to move to the NBA. Then we're gonna take a little break. Then we're gonna, then we're gonna do NFL mock trades. So basically, just like trades we think could happen or that we want to happen or whatever, and would help, would help a team. Yeah, would help a team. And then finally, we're gonna do what we normally do: is hot takes. So I guess starting off with the news. I mean,
1: I guess we could start off with the uh, the NBA um, after the postponement of about. What was it? It was two days.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I think it was
1: about two, maybe three days. The NBA has been back and playing, and um, some series have finished up. The Mavericks did end up losing to the Clippers in six. I predicted in seven, but I'll take in six for the Clippers. Um, The uh, other series that needed finished up, I know Ethan's not too happy about this. It It was a pretty good game. I'll admit I was over here with Ethan watching it. On um, what was it Wednesday, Thursday, maybe, Yeah. and maybe even Tuesday, but Jazz did end up blowing a three-one lead to the Nuggets. It came right down to the wire. It was, I believe, a two-point game with
0: eighty to seventy-eight. Yeah,
1: eighty to seventy-eight. All I gotta
0: say is, had that Nuggets player missed Jeremy Grant? S- no, it was Torrey Craig.
1: It was Torrey Craig. I thought Jeremy Grant was the one that shot the layup.
0: No, it was Torrey Craig. Had he, If he would have missed that layup, and then Mike Conley would have made that three-pointer win, Torrey Craig would go down as...
1: No, he wouldn't.
0: Well, no, he would be the reason they lost that game then.
1: No. One play is not the reason why you lost that game.
0: Yeah, I thought... And I personally thought that shot was in, so that was even a little more. It looked, it looked in.
1: It looked, it, looked, it looked good. I don't know if I'd say in... But when I saw Conley shoot that ball, I was like, hold up, this has got a shot, and it was not a beautiful shot. It wasn't like a step on the arc, you know, your wide open, clean, methodical three-point shot. That was a... I've got a guy flying towards me and have five seconds, not even five seconds to shoot the ball.
0: And I think one of the most annoying things about that series was we probably could have won that game. Who's we? The Jazz. We probably... If like our like, if we had if we had Bogdanovich, we would have won. It's okay, it's but you can make set. the same
1: argument that if they had Will Barton, they could have closed it out earlier.
0: Bogdanovich is better than Will Barton. No. Yeah. No. Yep. No. Any no I and also if, if our supporting cast played better, like if Jordan Clarkson had a better game, we would have won.
1: Well, yeah, but the same thing can be said for the other team. If Gary Harris would have had a better game, or if Monte Morris would have had a better game. I mean they would have blown you guys out, and they almost did.
0: I mean they almost Oh, that is They terrible. were up
1: by nineteen at one point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, besides that, that's the end of the one first up. round.
0: Thunder Rockets.
1: Oh yeah, Thunder Rockets. That was a that was a pretty <laughs> solid game. I gotta admit though, Lou Dort had about no help game seven. I believe he put up thirty plus and Honestly, I mean it might be because he's a rookie, but watching over that last play where he pulls up for three, Stephen Adams was wide open in the paint, and Harden was about a foot off the floor. If he were just pump fake and passed into Stephen Adams, we're talking OT and maybe a Thunder win. But great block by Harden. You know one of the things that I kind of I've noticed about Harden is everyone hates on him for his defense. But he seems to always come up with some kind of clutch defensive play that no one's expecting him to come up with when he needs to. Yeah. But, yeah. Now, that would conclude the first round of the playoffs. The Celtics and Raptors have both played...
0: It's 2-1.
1: games. Yeah, Celtics are up 2-1 after a uh, .5 seconds on the clock. Buzzer beating win by Hoji Ananobi last night on th- uh, Thursday night. And the shoot, I'm blanking. The Heat and the Bucks. The Heat are up two nothing with game three tonight. There was a little bit of controversy at the end of game two when the score was tied, I believe, one fourteen to one fourteen. They kicked the ball out to Jimmy Butler in the corner, and he shot the ball, missed, but was fouled as time expired. So he went to the free throw line, sank two free throws, and put Miami up two nothing. Uh, was there a foul? I I don't know. I uh, I really don't. It was. It's a close call. But at the same time, I kind of live by the fact that people will say that this missed calls while you lost, but missed calls are part of the game and bad calls are part of the game. So that's just part of the game, in my opinion. Like I like I uh, predicted, he are ER up two nothing. I said I believe Heat in five or six. So. We will see where that series goes. Um, Just last night was the start of the Clippers and Nuggets series, right? And the Nuggets got killed by like 22. It it wasn't pretty close, but at the same time, they just played a tough seven-game series against the Jazz, and they had one day's rest. So I guess you can't really fault them
0: there. And tonight starts the uh, Lakers-Rockets series, which, which
1: should be a good one. Yeah. I you would think.
0: I'm. Th- it's. I think it's gonna be, Harden versus LeBron.
1: Well, th- yeah.
0: Yeah, but like, I don't know. I think it, it should be. It should be a fun series. I'm. I, I'm thinking like. Because obviously, like we kind of said, like the Lakers don't seem like. The Lakers before this.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, as of like, the last two games of the Blazers series, I think you're starting to see the Lakers... Well, that they didn't have all, Damien, though. But yeah, that, I mean, but they were still putting up points. I mean, I guess we'll see. The Rockets should be, I'd say, a little bit better of competition than the Blazers because, let's be honest here, Zach Collins was out, Damien Miller was hurt. You're not looking at a healthy Blazers team. So, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll see. We'll keep updated with the NBA playoffs, um besides that that like I said that's it for the playoffs however just on Thursday morning when Steve Nash two-time MVP Hall of Fame point guard was announced the new coach of the um, the Brooklyn Nets that's pretty big news he has people are saying he has no coaching experience which none in a actual coach position he did he was with the Warriors as a players coach so he does have that relationship with KD but there is no True head coach or assistant coach. Well,
0: and I think what's good for him he's, is he's getting a good team. Like, I think the Nets are going to be a good team come fall with, like... Because, obviously, I've been saying the Summer League squad, that was in the playoffs. But now they've got a ton of people, like, coming back. So, I think he's going to have a good team around him to work with. So, he... Yeah, I mean, it's
1: kind of an interesting interesting
0: situation. Usually
1: you see coaches get fired after bad performances of the season. But I don't really think you could judge this Nets team simply based on the fact that Kyrie was hurt for the half of the year Katie. and KD was out for the whole entire year. I mean, you're going to be looking at a completely different team next year that he's going to go to work with. And Steve Nash was a pretty good floor general back in his day when he was playing in the early 2000s. So... I mean, maybe you can translate that to some good coaching advice. Uh,
0: oh, and also, I've got some draft news.
1: What are the draft news? So,
0: the I, this, this shouldn't come as a shock, but the Minnesota Timberwolves are expected to draft Anthony Edwards at the number one pick. It's not not, not really a surprise there, but I just want to throw that out there. Just to, It's kind of confirmed. And then I think one of our last things is, obviously... Going back to the Clippers-Mavericks series, there was some um, interesting situations happening between. Got a little chippy. <laughs> between Luka Doncic and it was Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris, Marcus yeah. Morris. Okay. Yeah, uh, Marcus Morris. There was a couple times where he he looked like to be. I don't know if he was attempting to injure. We don't know if it was intentional or not. He Morris claims it wasn't Doncic. I
1: mean, I think it was. I, th- I mean. So what we're getting at is both of them are fine. But I think the thing with Morris is, yes, he did step on the back of Lucas' shoe, but he also had that foul that got him ejected, where he smacked Lucas across yeah. the head. And yeah, as, yeah. as bad as that seems, that it might that it's probably intentional, that's just kind of how Marcus Morris plays the he, game. Oh, he's always been like that, yeah, though. Yeah, he's always been a, like we said, chippy kind of player. He's, you know, one of those guys that you would consider, or at least I would consider a guy that plays street ball in the NBA, kind of like Patrick Beverly, where they're, you know, they're chippy, they get in your face, and, you know, I guess because they won, you could kind of say maybe it worked, maybe it didn't, but needless to say, you know, a little controversial, but ends and fines with both players, so we will see.
0: Yeah, and then moving on. So I guess that's it for the NBA. Yeah. Moving on to the NFL, um, obviously there's this whole like investigation going on with the Washington football team. Yeah, I believe it, it was it was internal yeah. now it was internal before, but now the NFL has officially taken over this investigation. Yeah,
1: I believe we touched on it a little bit last podcast where we had news. But since then, like Ethan said, the NFL has taken over. They don't Think that the Washington football team has done a good enough uh, attempt at investigating everything. So
0: they're gonna look uh, at it.
1: Yeah, I've heard some bad reports out of that management that there might I be just, some guys gone. But I management. just
0: think that whole team's just a mess right now. In all honesty, it's really honestly
1: been a mess since I don't even know mid two thousand tens, early two thousand tens. They've not been premier top football for a while now. And
0: now that this is coming out, and obviously, like, we're going to... Speaking of Washington, obviously, news coming out this morning that Adrian Peterson has been cut, and I guess would consider a surprise move. Yeah. Seeing as Darius Geis, Uh, they released Darius Geis.
1: I would definitely say it's a surprise move based on the fact that I drafted him on two of my fantasy (laughs) teams, but uh, I won't get too mad about that because he was one of my late-round backups, but... Yeah, I would say it's a surprise. I mean, he had near two thousand yards over the last two years for them, and twelve touchdowns, which is not terribly unproductive. And they really, I don't see a guy behind him that'll take over as a bell cow kind of guy.
0: They said they, they said they. I think they said they feel like their young players can pick up the slack and do enough. I'm not sure if that's the case, though. I think, I think it's actually smart to have a veteran guy that can almost like mentor these young players. Well,
1: I mean. But for me, it's it's not even dealing with age. the The sheer fact that I don't know who the Redskins' running back is, the Washington football team, sorry, old habit. The fact that I don't know who their running back is right now is a problem to me. Yeah. Because I could probably go through thirty one of thirty two teams and name off the starter and backup. Washington, uh, I can't name either right now.
0: Yeah, and I guess we're gonna move. We'll move on to some of the. I guess biggest news in the NFL in the recent days. Um, Leonard Fournette was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars after, I guess, being unhappy there for a good amount of time. Yeah.
1: um, You know, Todd said back in a few podcasts ago, one of his hot takes, I believe, was the Jaguars going 0-16. And I told him absolutely not. But paired with this Leonard Fournette cutting... And kind of getting into some other news, Yannick Ngakwe being traded to the Vikings. Which actually should make Todd happy. Yeah, that would make Todd happy, because not only does it probably fulfill his hot take, now the Vikings have Yannick Ngakwe. And, and let's be real here, a second-round pick for Yannick Ngakwe is like giving them a half-empty bag of chips.
0: Yeah. And it was not much. Yeah. And, and Leonard Fournette did sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I know that upset you a little bit because of Ronald Jones on your fantasy team, but...
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to stick with the fact of the Buccaneers and upsetting me on my fantasy team, because not only did they sign Leonard Fournette, which will... Now, I, I, before I get into the other piece of news, I do want to point out Bruce Arians has come out and said Ronald Jones is the starter for Week 1. My guess is Fournette will probably take over after a few weeks when he gets to learn the team, judging by the fact that week one is probably, what, eight, eight, nine days from now?
0: Uh, Be- less than a week, Thursday.
1: Oh, yeah, Thursday night football, but, I mean, I don't think the Bucks play
0: Thursday night. Sports. I think it's Chiefs, Texas. Yeah,
1: so it's, it's about eight days away for the Buccaneers. You're probably looking at a situation where Ferdinand will probably take over, my guess is, after week two or three when he gets to learn the team. Because, I mean, he's, he's the dominant force with the run the run game. But kind of going off that side side conversation, like I was saying, the Bucks not only made that move for Fournette, they also uh, cut kicker Matt Gay, who, as I said, had some fantasy implications for me because he was my starting and only kicker on one of my fantasy teams. And I believe that was in wake of Ryan's suck-up winning the starting job in Tampa. So... I guess we'll see how that Tampa Bay team plays this season with uh, addition of Fournette and the cutting of Matt Gay. Should be a pretty stacked super team, you would think. But we've seen super teams not work in the past, so.
0: Um, Then I guess other news, Logan Ryan, formerly with the Titans, is now signed with the Giants, which helps bolster their secondary.
1: Uh, I don't know about bolster. How about helps create their secondary. <laughs> okay. Because with the arrest of DeAndre Baker, there isn't much in that New York secondary. But Logan Ryan shirt sure, certainly is a force to be reckoned with
0: at corner. Um also former Patriots like Pro Bowl kicker Steven Gotzkowski has signed with the Titans. That's a very, I think, very smart move by the Titans, getting a very good kicker in Steven yeah. Goskowski. Goskowski's pretty reliable,
1: so I, I don't expect to see many missed field goals from the Titans this season. Then some news
0: coming out of New England. Um, Cam Newton has officially been named the starting quarterback, and apparently he looks amazing. So it's going to be interesting to see how he performs for them.
1: I, I, I still think it was a mistake by a lot of teams to let a former MVP slip into Bill Belichick's hand. I mean... Yes, there is injury question, but it's Cam Newton, guys, and all the rave, and back in, what, 2015, 2016, was Cam Newton. I don't know. I want to see what Bill did with him.
0: Um, other news coming out of New England, the Patriots have a released uh, veteran wide receiver Mohamed Sanu. Um, I don't know why, but...
1: It just kind of... I, I didn't really see a real reason. It just kind of was... Regarding the fact that he was like a project kind of guy, they didn't know how he was going to work, and it seemed to not have worked because they did trade from last year, I want to from say. From Atlanta. Yes, from Atlanta. So, I mean, I guess they just didn't like what they were seeing throughout last year in the training camp. And I don't, it doesn't make much sense to me, judging by the fact that they literally have no receivers other than Julian Edelman, that I know the name of, with Marquise Lee uh, opting out this season. So, or no, Nikhil Harry. I'll correct myself there. I do know Nikhil Harry, but it's a pretty thin Patriots wide receiving core there for uh, Cam Newton.
0: Well, knowing the Patriots, I'll probably find some no-name like D3 guy and make him into a star. Yeah, we're
1: going to see a guy out of Northwest Alabama State coming in and taking the NFL by storm.
0: And then I guess the final piece of NFL news is... Wide receiver Josh Gordon has uh, re signed with the Seattle Seahawks, although he is still not. Yes, it is. He's still not been reinstated by the NFL. Pending
1: reinstatement. Pending reinstatement, yeah. I'm assuming the Seahawks and Pete Carroll and the management staff wouldn't be signing Josh Gordon if they didn't think he was going to get reinstated. Yeah. It's money in a roster spot that's pretty valuable
0: these days. so. Uh So I guess then after that, what do you want to move on to? College basketball, college football?
1: I say, let's just go college basketball. Uh, there's not much.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously, former Georgetown coach uh, John Thompson Jr. has passed away. Uh, sad, sad thing coming out of college basketball. He was a very good coach. And, yeah, we um, we hope that his family... Uh, we'll keep our family. Just keep his, his family. His family. Yeah, his family in our, our wishes. Um, I... I guess Liam Robbins and James Akinjo are now allowed immediate eligibility at Minnesota and Arizona, respectively.
1: Just to provide some uh, context to that, Liam Robbins is, I believe, a 7-foot... I think he'll be going into his junior year out of Drake. He's the one transferring to Minnesota that was granted uh, eligibility. And then James Akinjo is a, I want to say, sophomore point guard that was from Georgetown that transferred out after a few games of last season. And so, I guess we can see what they'll do in their respective schools. I mean, obviously, they're not transferring to, uh, to a school with less talent than they already were. I, I would say Arizona's probably a little better than Georgetown right now, and Minnesota definitely a little better than Drake, so good for them. And yeah. we should be seeing them play, hopefully, week one of the college basketball season, if we can get to it. Yep.
0: Um... Going to college football, the Big Ten, there's been a little more debate about whether they're going to start the season this fall. I've heard most likely it'll either be spring or... I've
1: heard potentially Thanksgiving. I've heard that too, but... I've I, heard I, October I, as well. I, I don't think you're going to see a spring football season. I really yeah. don't. Um, along with that, we also have uh, some big news out of the uh, University of Georgia. Quarterback Jamie Newman... Who's a pretty highly rated prospect out of high school has decided to opt out. Um, I know I've thrown around the idea of uh, Justin Fields coming back to Georgia uh, due to the coronavirus and possible uh, the Big Ten possibly not playing a season completely, and uh, you know this kind of this kind of plays into that little bit of a conspiracy theory based on the fact that now Georgia does probably need a quarterback and. Well, Justin Fields is awaiting his decision.
0: Yeah. Um, Duke loses their center due to a uh, bad knee injury, so that's obviously not great for um, the Duke Blue Devils. Um, and then obviously, final piece of news, Austin P.E., P.A., sorry. Um they the first college game happened and they scored on the first play, I believe, of the college season. I wanna
1: say it was a seventy-five yard. It was something uh, seventy five yard, yeah. Pitch from the quarterback to the running back. So college football certainly is a back end uh better than ever, I'd say. First <laughs> play, first touchdown. Definitely definitely uh looking forward to the season or at least what we're gonna have of it.
0: Alright, moving on to the NHL. Um I'll just, I'll just say the news and I'll let Jr. kind of like, I guess, explain it because I don't know anything about the NHL. So, Jake Allen is now going to the Canadiens.
1: I'm, I'm not a big fan of the trade for the Blues. For the Canadians, however, uh, Jake Allen has relinquished his starting job in St. Louis as of last year when Jordan Bennington took over and led the Blues to the Cup. So, I mean, he wasn't getting enough ice, as much ice time and with an agent, carry Price, in Montreal, you know, he could be looking at the starting job in a year or two. So, good trade on the Canadians to bring in a veteran backup for not really that much. However, again, like I said, I don't really like it on the Blues because yeah. Allen had to come in for a few games during the playoffs. And Bennington did not look like himself. So, there might be some question there with the uh, St. Louis Blues.
0: Um, Todd Reardon, um, the Capitals head coach, has signed to be uh, a Penn's Penguins assistant coach.
1: Yeah, uh, after the Penguins sadly missed out of the playoffs after losing to the Canadiens in the play-in series. I believe it was three assistant coaches were fired. Uh, Sergey Gonchar, uh, Irecki, and I can't think of the other name of the coach. And one of them has been replaced by Todd Reardon, as Ethan said, who is the former Capitals coach who was just fired after the Capitals lost in uh, five games to the Islanders.
0: Yeah, and then I'm, JR's going to provide, I guess, JR, what, what is your? do you have any updates on the Sean Couture or Kucherov injuries? Sean Couturier. Couturier, sorry. Um, Apologies.
1: Couturier, he sat out the Flyers game 6, which I'll get into a little bit after this, but he sat that game out. I've heard reports that it could be a uh, significant knee injury. I've heard MCL tear, but I'm not going to speculate. I'm not entirely sure what's going on with him, but like I did say, he did sit out game 6 of the Flyers-Islanders series, and so we'll see what the implications are when something comes out. Uh, Kucherov not much has come out because that injury came in uh was it game 5? Yeah, they closed out game 5 against the Bruins. Uh, it was just a high stick that caught him up in the face by Zidane Ashara and then he was hit later on in the second and didn't return. I'm not a... I am not I would not think anything too big of it. I would assume to see him back in the lineup come game day for whoever they're playing in the East. But... Uh, two iffy injuries. When you're talking yeah. about the future, I guess we will see as future reports come out.
0: And I guess now for the final piece of news, we're just going to kind of look at what's happening in terms of the playoffs. And obviously, could this today's going to be today's Friday? There's two Game Sevens happening today. There's
1: two Game Sevens happening today.
0: Yeah. Uh, at nine PM, the Golden Knights play the Canucks in Game Seven, and at four PM, the Avalanche play the Stars. They play tonight. Today, yeah. I, know, I know the
1: I knew the Avalanche stars played, but
0: yeah, Canucks and um, Golden Knights play tonight in um, Game Seven, so those games should be pretty fun.
1: Yeah, uh, keeping with the Game Seven uh, idea, Saturday is Game Seven for the Flyers Islanders, so obviously all three of these games are win or go home.
0: And I don't know if we've announced this, but the Lightning officially won this series against the Bruins four one, so they will meet the winner of the Flyers and Islanders. So it. It, good weekend for hockey.
1: Yeah, uh, I believe all three of them are 3 1 comebacks. The Islanders had a 3 1 lead. The Vegas Knights had a 3 1 lead. And so did the Dallas Stars. Personally, I'm looking for the Knights and Avalanche to win tonight and then the Islanders to win tomorrow. That would be a perfect day for a perfect weekend. Wait, so for you me. want
0: the Golden Knights, Avalanche, and Islanders? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see if Jarr's predictions and wishes come true.
1: I do believe they are all the favorites for the
0: games looking at the betting odds. Um moving on, what do we want to do next?
1: Um I guess we can get into soccer okay. amongst the
0: I'll start off with the yeah. Premier League. Um uh, I guess maybe some of the biggest news coming out is Van de Beek. Donny Van de Beek. But yeah. Donny Van de Beek from Ajax is now officially going to Manchester United. So good for him.
1: Uh, I do wanna mention it was a forty million dollar deal and he was valued a little bit higher than that. So a little bit interesting that he uh, he came out less value or he came out of the transfer fee less valued than what his actual value is. And that would be the end of the Ajax and then three that kinda of were there during their Champions
0: League run, DeLitt, uh, Van De Beek and de Jong are all gone now. Yeah. And I guess some transfer rumors, um, Koulibaly could be leaving from Napoli and going to Manchester. Um, one, one of the two. One of the two. Yeah,
1: it, it, he's got links
0: to both. Um, Havertz, uh, I believe, is still expected to leave for Chelsea.
1: I've heard that within the week, you're probably looking at somewhere between a $70 million and $80 million deal with add-ons to put into
0: Chelsea. And then I believe Bayern midfielder Thiago? Yes. Um, uh, rumors are, are spreading that he could also be going to Manchester United, um, as well as Diet Upa uh, Machado.
1: I call it Diet Upa but I don't know. He's the uh, young French center back out of RB Leipzig who sent Leipzig through to the semifinals of the Champions League this past year. A oh. lot of news out of Manchester United.
0: Yeah, and even more after. So Dean Henderson. Um, they have Dean Henderson and De Gea there, and if, af- after Man, U, Man United has said Dean Henderson won't be on loan. Uh, and that will be competing for the number one yeah, spot. if he's not the number one spot, it's been believed that, D, that Henderson will push for a loan. Which
1: could honestly not be smart, judging by the fact that they said, hey, we're not going to loan you out. You're going to be the backup if you don't make it. And then he comes out and says, "Well, no, I'm going to push for loan because I don't want to sit back here and waste my talent." And
0: and then I guess finally in the Premier League, some news um, out of Arsenal that Ken Fryer has stepped down after 70 years with the club.
1: Yeah, and that's not him being like that, That's not him being 70. That's him working for the club since what 1950. Around then, that, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> But, yeah, just a little fun fact news. I'm sure if Todd was here, he would
0: appreciate that because yeah. he does love his and little fun
1: facts and his arsenal.
0: I guess going to the league, La Liga, we're arguably the biggest soccer news. Coming out as of this morning, uh, Lionel Messi has said that he's not going to take Barca to court over uh, leaving on a free transfer, that he's just going to stay with them until June of 2021. So, Barca fans, you guys get Lionel Messi for at least one more year.
1: Now I'm sure, being messy, there will still be some speculation if he's, you know, working behind the scenes to make some free transfer. But as of now, that is what's happening. He will be on Barcelona for the foreseeable future until another update. And I I did just read an article this morning that a lot of it became there was a lot of personal family stuff that led to that decision. I read an article that when he came home and told his uh, his family that he was thinking about leaving Barcelona, they weren't too thrilled. You know, leaving their home, leaving their school. His kids leaving their school, obviously. So I guess that that probably played some. Well, more- I
0: understand that scene is like because they they those like those kids uh have kind of just grown up in Barcelona their yeah. whole life. Like they haven't really moved. Like for example, like Ronaldo, he went from Man U to Real to Juve. So like they they've been kind of used to flip flopping around. I don't know where Ronaldo's gonna go next or if he's gonna go anywhere. But anyway, some other news coming out of. Barca, um, Ivan Rakitic has officially left the the club and is now going back to Sevilla.
1: Yeah, um, it was a really cheap deal. Yeah, I, I think I saw Rakitic is getting million. up there,
0: so I don't. I don't. Yeah.
1: They just almost won the World Cup, like what, two years ago. I I think it's really low. One. I, half I think million. it's
0: a. I think it's a good deal for Sevilla. And obviously. Well, yeah. weren't weren't they pushing like weren't they up there in the league standings? They were
1: third, fourth, fourth
0: yeah and obviously still with Barcelona um Liverpool midfielder Jeannie Wijnaldum. out um as there's been rumors that he could be possibly going to Barça maybe taking Rakitic's like place almost so that could be an interesting um that could be interesting and else then I guess um then Real Madrid coming out news that coming out of Real Madrid, apparently uh, rumors are that they're making it like Gareth Bale wants to leave Real Madrid and apparently And that, that that's been a that's been a common but that's been a for thing. The past but, year, but apparently so. Real is just making it like almost impossible for him to leave. Um so hopefully they can all get that sorted out and then I guess
1: Uh more more news out of our good buddies at Barcelona their president. on top of this whole entire Lionel Messi thing the Barcelona police have called out uh, uh, the uh, president of Barcelona for corruption so now, on top of this whole messy debacle that seems to have at least uh, cleared up for the future at least foreseeable future now they have their own problems with the president however Messi I think Messi might be happy about this because the whole problem with him was the board the president he wanted the president to step down and now he's staying and now the president might be forced to step down yeah.
0: um all right so we're gonna make we're gonna do a little more rapid fire because i understand we're, we're running a little very long with this news um so coming out of the syria i guess the biggest stuff is western united states player weston mckinney to uve um, more news coming out of Barcelona. Uh, Luis Suarez has been linked possibly with a transfer to Juve. Um...
1: And that would be to take over Gonzalo Higuain, who was basically r- ousted by the club a couple weeks ago, saying that he will not be back. And, uh, going off of that, there are rumors that he would join, uh, teammate Blaise Matuidi at Inter-Miami, which would be a big pickup for David Beckham and in Inter-Miami.
0: Yeah, um... I guess moving on to...
1: Zlatan Ibrahimovic re-ups uh, his contract with AC Milan. Okay, another year yeah. for the man.
0: Yeah, Um. I guess then...
1: League 1, We want to go there? Yeah,
0: Volant has gone to Monaco. Neymar is going to stay at PSG. And there were um, rumors that Neymar and Angel Di Maria tested positive for the coronavirus. They did not. Yes,
1: they did. That I typed that wrong. I meant mm. to say... I don't even know what I meant to type. They did test positive. Oh. Leandro Paredes also tested positive along with three other players just a couple of days ago. So I guess we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm assuming that it won't be too much of health complications being that they're fit, middle-aged. Uh, not even middle-aged. Yeah. They're probably about all 20 or early 30s. So I don't expect there to be any you know, complications there.
0: Um, coming out of the UFC... Uh- Usman versus Burns is going to be set up for December.
1: Uh, Yeah, I believe that's a title fight. Uh, Usman fought Nasvidal for the title a couple months ago. Obviously, Usman retained. uh, And I do believe that was the scheduled fight for that fight until Burns either tested positive or got hurt. Yeah.
0: Um, Brock Lesnar, former WWE superstar slash UFC star, is now a, slash NFL player. Slash NFL player, excuse me, is now a free agent. So we'll interesting to see when he goes. Um, and there's been rumors speculating that Lesnar could be maybe um, going up against John Jones.
1: Yeah, uh, John Jones said he's interested in uh, moving up to heavyweight. Lesnar is certainly a heavyweight if you just take yeah. a look at him. Yep. Uh, but it also could be Steve A. Miocic, but Francis Ngannou has come out and said that he's basically saying, absolutely not, you're getting, you're not getting Miocic without me getting him first.
0: Uh-huh. Um, good news for Cormier, as he will not need surgery. Um, uh,
1: cornea, I've believe we touched on it a little yeah. bit, like, two or three podcasts ago.
0: Um, There's also rumors of a Masvidal versus DS rematch. Uh, it's apparently in the works right now, so we'll, we'll see if that happens. And then, finally, rounding out the UFC, um, four UFC fighters, including including Tim Elliott, uh, have been suspended.
1: Now, none of them really big-name guys. I just remember Tim Elliott is the dude who's got a mullet and fights kind of... Interestingly, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're all suspended performance-enhancing drugs, which is usually what you get suspended for in any sport when it comes to. drugs. And I
0: guess, like, kind of like the last bit of news that come out of NASCAR, Byron gets his first career win.
1: Yeah, William Byron won at Daytona. Uh, he was gonna make the playoffs anyways, as long as he didn't wreck. So, winning, I guess, just kind of adds to it. He's twenty-four, uh, so pretty young.
0: Yeah. Playoff field uh set and the first race will be held at Darlington which is one of my favorite tracks in NASCAR
1: you mean one of your favorite tracks to crash into people on the
0: Xbox right correct Martinsville and Darlington are the, the good ones um so Almarola and Byron will return to their respective cars in 2021 so good yeah. news for them
1: Almirola was on his last year of his deal wasn't ex- wasn't sure if he was going to return. Byron just upped his contract to 2022 yeah. after the win.
0: Some good news for Sheldon Creed as he's starting to come on very late with uh, his third win of the season.
1: Now, I do want to point out that is the uh, Gander Truck Series. That's not the Cup Series, but I always like paying attention to the lower series with the other guys out there.
0: And then sad news for NASCAR, some NASCAR fans as uh, Jimmy Johnson has officially missed the playoffs. In his retire his last year. So he's going to retire not in the playoffs. So that's kind of sad. Yeah. But-
1: I'm going to be honest. I was not expecting you to say Jimmy Johnson. I was waiting for you to say JJ because I purposely typed it as JJ to watch you mess up. But good for you that you realize that's Jimmy Johnson.
0: And then I guess, not- well, we do have one more piece of news uh, coming out of golf. Tiger Woods season's officially over. And then, oh, we, we forgot about the end of apologize I apologize for that. Um, uh, So there was an incident between the Yankees and the Rays, and there have been officially three people suspended, Um, both managers and Yankees closer Aroldis Chapman. Um, And obviously MVP race, um, Rendon and Tadis uh, of the Angels and Padres, respectively, lead the MVP race. And for the Cy Young Award, Shane Bieber of the Indians and Max Fried of the Braves lead that race. Uh, so I think that's all the news we pretty much have. Yeah,
1: that's all I got.
0: All right, so now we're gonna move on to the underrated NBA team. So this is base. So we've got we each have thirteen players. We have five like starters, you can say five subs, and then like a guard, forward, center. But but they're not actually subs. They're just players we think are like.
1: Yeah, uh, for the... Did we do NFL or... We did... Uh, we did Premier League Soccer. We made ourselves yeah, we actual had, we subs. NFL. Yeah, but with, with the soccer, we actually had subs. Like Ethan said, these aren't really subs. These are just guys that are not as good as the starters
0: that we still feel are a little underrated. Yeah, all right. So I guess we're going to start off with uh, starting point guards. I had... I mean, I feel like this guy gets enough intent. I don't know. I've, I've got De'Aaron Fox.
1: I also have De'Aaron Fox, but I... I
0: I called him before
1: you. I want to point that out. We talked about underrated guys last time, and I told you I want Deer Fox in my point guard. Just putting out some stats, 21 points, 7 assists, and a steal and a half per game. I think you should get some more recognition for that That kind of uh, stats.
0: Yeah, my shooting guard, I don't know if you're going to agree with this. I have Evan Fournier. Yeah, no,
1: I thought about him. I, I definitely thought about him put him on this list. I went Drew Holiday, another guy that averages just about he Is point. he a shooting
0: guard? Yeah. Oh, ah, okay.
1: Uh, the other guy averaging just about twenty and nine. Yeah. Or twenty and seven, my bad.
0: Small ford, I kinda took this before the bubble, so I've got Karis Levert. Obviously he kinda like proved himself in the bubble, but bef- but before that he was kind of underrated, but he was still putting up solid numbers in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I also I uh kinda with what Ethan said, I was looking at stats for before the bubble, before the playoffs. I went to Mar I feel like a lot of people kind of Kind of fell off the map when he was traded to San Antonio. That's one of my guys coming off this. Yeah, I was. I mean, but he's still averaging twenty two points, five assists, and five uh, rebounds. That's pretty solid for a guy that kind of fell off the map after a trade.
0: Uh, My power forward is someone that got traded, Gordon Hayward. I still think he's putting up solid numbers. Even like, I think
1: he's overrated. To be honest, I'm just be real. I think now part of it would be the fact that he got hurt pretty badly and lost a lot of his hype, but I still think he's overrated, honestly. I went Danilo Gallinari. Now, he's not putting up 20 points. He is putting up 19, so not that big of a difference. And only uh, five rebounds, but the thing that made me put him there, he's shooting 40% from three, which... Many power forwards do not do that, so that was pretty impressive, and he's just kind of an under-radar guy who facilitates for the Thunder, so... My
0: center, I have Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, I just think he's putting up solid numbers, and he's kind of just going under the radar.
1: Uh, I went with Andre Drummond at the Cavs. What What are you looking at that for?
0: I don't think he's underrated.
1: He averages 17 points and 15 rebounds. Everyone knows that, I feel like. No, I don't think so, especially for being on the Cavs. Plus two and a half steals. Did you know he averages almost three steals? That's like
0: Kawhi numbers.
1: That's better than Kawhi numbers. Yeah. And a block and a half per game. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think everyone knows that he's a solid player. I just don't think people realize the stats he's putting up.
0: Yeah. Um. So that's our starters. Moving on, my backup point guard. I had Goran Dragic. I just think he's. Just been playing very well. Um, obviously, is under is in the shadow of like Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, but he's still playing very well for them.
1: Uh, I went Devonte Graham,
0: Charlotte Hornets. I, I think he would. I
1: think I don't know. I would have rather him won the Most Improved Award because he came out of college and was a absolute nobody, and now he's sitting here averaging 18 points and seven and a half assists per game. So. That's pretty impressive. Oh,
0: Moving on to shooting guard, um, I had Alec Burks out of Philadelphia.
1: I had a Dylan Brooks. I, I kinda I just kinda like him, and he's putting up sixteen points per game.
0: Uh um small forward, I had Joe Harris. I just think his three point shooting has gone really like under the radar, but he's still putting up solid numbers. Now here's the, I, I told you uh, Bill Barton's a little more than you may
1: think. I have Will Barton as my backup small forward, 15 points a game, four assists, six rebounds, and a block. That's a pretty solid role player, I'd yeah. say.
0: Yeah. Um, power forward, you're going to like this pick. I've got Rui Hashimura. I just think he's... he's, he's put, you put it, He had a very strong rookie season. Obviously, didn't really get the credit that he deserved for the Wizards. Obviously, just because what's happening in Washington right now. Um... Who'd you have?
1: I went. I went Kevin Love. I went another Cavs oh, player. Kevin Love? I feel yeah. like Kevin Love's kind of fallen off in uh, pl- publicity since LeBron James has left the Cavs, but he does average a double double at 18 and 10. And he's really not that bad of a player.
0: Yeah. And then my center, backup center, I had Brandon Clark out of uh, Memphis. I think he's he's doing really well. He's shooting a mind boggling 62%. And while still shooting like 40% from the three-point line, I believe. So very good stats for him. And again, like Rui Hashimura, former teammates there. Um, solid rookie year that kind of went under the radar.
1: Yeah, um, my, my backup center is a guy that does get a good amount of publicity. I think he deserves more, though, is Nikola Vučević? I think he's probably a top five or six center in the NBA, to be honest. And He's shown potential uh, to be one, yeah. He he puts up twenty points, eleven uh eleven rebounds, a block and a steal per game. So he's he's pretty well rounded when it comes to every category
0: of playing the game. Yeah. Then my like guard my guard is Reggie Jackson. I just think he's a solid backup. Um, I actually have two guys that you mentioned
1: already as my like bottom three. I had Goran Drajic as my guard, as you put, you know, he's been playing pretty well. And I think his stats don't exactly speak for his impact on the court.
0: Yeah. Um, my forward, I had Robert Covington. I just think another guy that kind of just goes. He's 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 been around the league playing for a bunch of different teams. I just think he always just he always helps a team more than hurt. So I just think. Uh, I went. I went Christian Wood out of Detroit.
1: He's I was thinking about up, him, but he's putting up 13-6. He's twenty four, so still pretty young. Yeah. But the fact that he's shooting almost 60% from the field, pretty impressive to me as a young power forward.
0: Yeah. And then my center, I have Aaron Baines out of Phoenix. Uh,
1: I went Jonas Valanciunas, like you put already. He's 15-11 and kind of guy, double-double average, but he also shoots just about 60% from the field and over 25% for three, which is good for a center.
0: Yeah, um, and that concludes, like, NBA Underrated Team, so we're going to take a little break, then we're going to go back to um, NBA Mock Trades, Mock Trade, or NFL Mock Trades, excuse me. So now it's time for you guys to maybe to listen to a little sponsor from a Good Buddies at Anchor, so check this out. Uh, thank you very much for listening to that uh, sponsored ad from a Good Buddies at Anchor. Um, moving on, we're going to talk about uh, Mock Trades. So these are trades either we want to happen or we think should happen, do better a team, or whatever. So I'm going to start off with my first trade. I'm going to say, this is an interesting one, Odo Beckham Jr. to the Packers for a first and a fifth round pick.
1: Dude, if I'm the Packers, I would get that no question. Yeah. That was worth at least two two first round picks and
0: a good player. I'm saying that's good for the Packers.
1: That's like... Knowing the
0: Browns, they would agree to that. That's like dirt cheap. That's dirt. Exactly. That's what
1: I'm saying. All right, my first trade, I'm going to the Colts. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going Marlon Mack and a third-round pick to the Rams for Gerald Everett. Because I don't... Because with Eric Ebron gone, I don't particularly care for Jack Doyle. I don't think he's their tight end number one. You pick up a team that already has two starting tight ends. You move him. And the Rams have... Cam Akers who's a solid but he's a rookie. And they get a third round pick. I think it makes sense for both teams. Especially with Jonathan Taylor coming in yeah, and that's the right. Ean Hines yeah,
0: as, yeah, well yeah. as well would be the backup. I don't know. I feel like the I feel like the Rams would get the better end of that deal, but Why? Marlon Mack and a third round pick. Yeah. Okay. Alright. My second one is Josh Rosen. Obviously he's been in recent trade rumor news. I'm gonna say he's gonna go to the Texans for a fifth round pick.
1: I guess I could see it
0: because honestly like the back, who's the backup in Houston? AJ McCarron.
1: Are you dissing your own guy? AJ McCarron
0: is a legend at Alabama. Yeah, but he's not a legend in the NFL. Um, and obviously like the Dolphins already have two quarterbacks. They've got Fitzpat FitzMagic, and Tua. Uh...
1: Honestly though, the fact that Tua might not play
0: Fitzpatrick's going to be a starter.
1: Well, yeah, but if they only have one quarterback who can play on roster, Fitzpatrick goes down. Two, two is
0: supposed to play.
1: There's a lot of rumors that he might not play because he's hit. Oh. I got this one. We're going to the 49ers. This is probably my biggest trade of the three. I got D Ford, who's a backup defensive end. Yeah. And Dante Pettis for Kenny Galladay and a sixth round pick. The Niners need wide receiver help, especially with Debo Samuel out. Brandon Ayuk is their number two, and they just drafted him. And you know, there's not there's not a real edge threat that I see that's dominant that you know could start like D. Ford. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like mine mine aren't huge. Like your Odell trade, I think that <laughs> was
0: a little little big. But I think I think that could happen. Yeah. Then my final one is obviously Alvin Kamara trading rumors have come to question so I'm saying Alvin Kamara to the Dolphins for a first and a third. A first and a third? Yeah.
1: Have you gone on Madden and tried that? No. Yeah, it wouldn't go through. A first round pick for Alvin Kamara, that's it. And a third. And a third.
0: third. May-
1: May- Alvin Kamara's a top five running back in the NFL,
0: dude. And, okay, maybe maybe add on like Devonte Parker.
1: Okay, maybe. I don't know. Kamara's freaking. I I, I don't know. I, I don't like that trade at all. One first round pick. I think if you're trading Kamara, you got to get at least two. Okay. I got mine. You probably don't like this one. Oh no. In a recent event with the signing of Leonard for you cannot forget the Buccaneers also have Shady as a backup. Uh huh. Yes, Ronald Jones is probably more talented. However, I think Shady can get the job done. That's why the Buccaneers trade Ronald Jones to bolster up the only part of their uh, team that needs help. That's the secondary. Antoine Winfield's a solid center, center safety.
0: Uh, he's a rookie. He's
1: a rookie, but he's very good. I have no doubt So you think Ronald see. Jones for
0: Antoine Winfield? That
1: actually, that. No, no. Antoine Winfield is on the Buccaneers. Oh, the part that they don't have is cornerbacks. It's Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy bunting. That's why they trade Ronald Jones and a second round pick for
0: Mike Hilton. See, I, I, I mean, like, cause I mean, I know we both like have said James Conner is probably not our answer in Pittsburgh. There, there is not an answer in running back right now,
1: and I think Ronald Jones could be that.
0: Yeah, I'd maybe. I mean, because our secondary, we have Minka Joe Hayden. Um, Mike Hilton, I love Mike Hilton. I do. Steven
1: Nelson had a pretty good season last Steven year. Steven I mean, Nelson had a good
0: year. At... Um, I like Mike Hilton. Uh, I mean, I feel like. I I, I think. I, I, I could see it, maybe. Unbiased as a non-Steelers fan, I think it's a good trade. I think it is, too. I I'll be a little upset, gamer Mike Hilton. I just like my I love Mike Hilton, but like I mean I think it'll be better for the team. All right. All right. And I guess that's our mock trades. So I guess moving on, we're gonna have our signature hot take session.
1: Yeah. Um, my first hot take. I I, I like the NHL. I mm-hmm. think that's probably obvious based on the fact that I do most of my hot takes from the NHL. Hot take. Game seven tonight. Avalanche, Stars, I picked the Avalanche to win, but Dallas looks real scary. Not only does Dallas go on to win this seven-game series, they go on to beat the Vegas Golden Knights in six, and they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in five and win the Stanley Cup as a complete Cinderella story after playing absolutely atrocious in the round robin.
0: I'm going to move on to a Cinderella story in the NBA. I think the Denver Nuggets win the series in seven against the Clippers. Then, they go on to beat the Lakers in seven. Then, they go on to win the finals in six. Against? I'm going to say the Heat. Man, (laughs) I see you stealing my stuff. Taking my championship pick. Oh, no, he's going to the... Jared's going to look at the Premier League right now. I'm looking
1: at the Premier League to make sure this team is still in the Premier League and they didn't get relegated, which luckily they still are. I'm going to Southampton. Oh, gosh. And I don't necessarily know if it's a hot take because he was up there uh, last this past season. Danny Yings wins the Golden Boot. He was
0: up there last year.
1: But he's also for Southampton. Do people really see him repeating that?
0: Exactly. True. Um. All right. Then my second... I'll, this will be my final hot take. I'm going to go... I'm going to go to the NFL. Um, and I'm going to say... I don't know what, or I don't know how, but I think before the season starts, a monster, monster trade is going to happen.
1: Any idea of where from? Possibly who?
0: Possibly Alvin Kamara. I don't know if it's going to be the Dolphin, that Dolphins thing, but really I think... Is
1: like hot take, though, being the fact that they said, I'm open to trading him?
0: Actually, you know what? I'm going to s- screw that, um... Let's go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say monster. Monster trade happens, but I'm gonna say a top five quarterback gets traded before the start of the year.
1: So hypothetically, we're talking Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, you think one of them leaves their team? Correct. Why?
0: It's a hot take.
1: <laughs> but you have to have reasoning.
0: um I mean I I don't think it's gonna really be Patrick Holmes because he just signed like a 10- year deal.
1: but why, why would the Ravens trade away Lamar? Why would the Seahawks trade away Seattle?
0: Um I think Baltimore's gonna get I think in particular Lamar Jackson, I think Baltimore's gonna get worried about Lamar Jackson's injuries and trade him.
1: I think you're crazy, but I guess that's what hot takes are for. We got one more.
0: All right, I hot take.
1: About, yeah. I'm going to college football, oh, assuming no. the season happens. I'm going to the ACC. Clemson would just put out his favorites for the ACC. Nah, the haters can, you know, a lot of people don't like Notre Dame. I got Notre Dame upsetting Clemson for oh, the first ACC? Of the ACC.
0: They need the A C C oh. okay. Well, I mean, I guess that's it for hot takes and our show. Um... Be on the lookout for some maybe more interviews coming up in the near future. We've made, we've got some maybe stuff that's happening that's in the works right now that we're excited to um put out for you guys. But, and also, like I said, Todd will be back next week. Uh, hopefully, hopefully at least. Hopefully at least. And also, I guess I want to say we start school next week, so we're not going to have as much time. Yeah, so.
1: bear, bear with us. Uh, still going to try and get one podcast out per week. We do have a hybrid learning system, so there should be more time than usual, but like I said, bear with us. We'll try and get some content out for all of our listeners, and yeah.
0: Well, I guess then, until next time, um, I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jeremy Zarek. And we're officially signing off.